0: Welcome to Mount Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mount Mama's, a non-profit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken and I am your host this day, I say this evening. (laughs) It's kind of evening for us here tonight. And I have a guest, Jenny. She's with us. And um, she is such a delight, and has been with us on Mountain Mama adventures and trips in the past. It took a year was that hiatus it was, yeah. in New Zealand. And New Zealand is a place of my heart. I feel like it is the land of perfection, and all good things happen there. Uh, and <laughs> it's
1: definitely in my heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, after your trip. yeah,
0: so um, she has some really fun stories to share with us, and so we'll. Probably have some stories this episode and she'll come back again next week for our next set of episodes and lots of her adventures that we want to share with you. So we're excited to have you and um and yeah. So Jenny is originally from Provo, born there, and lives in Spanish Fork, and she has three kids. Your kids are ranged from twelve to twenty-one. That's nice. Oh yeah.
1: We had a seven-year break in there.
0: I know. <laughs> and they're like adulting now. That's how is that
1: going? Oh, it's a little on pause right now. Yes. <laughs> they just came back. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I like you're a like, break from adulting and we're all together again. And in a few months, they can go out. And <laughs> I feel like
0: it's a process.
1: You're like, all right, everyone's out. Okay, then come back in. Okay, Great. now we're trying to go uh, out my again. My daughter's uh, leaving on a mission to go to Portugal.
0: <gasps> oh, a church mission? A oh, church nice. Mission, oh, guess, to Portugal. That's going to be months. fun.
1: My, my son conveniently um, quit his job like a month before we came home. And so... It's okay. She's <laughs> looking
0: for another one. So were they staying here and in the States while you were in New Zealand? Lila came to live with us. Okay, so um, you're she second. Started. Yeah. And then your
1: oldest the stayed second. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boy. The oldest stayed here, yeah. Ah, uh, Was he sad not to go to New Zealand? He did come and visit us for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, he, was, um, he had a girlfriend, and uh, they were together, and he wanted to stay. Yeah, definitely. And he had a job, and... Things like that. Like he did come and visit, and Lila went to um, a semester at Utah Tech, uh-huh. and then she wanted to come and live with us, and um, she did a semester online. Oh, nice there too. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, she was a little bit bored. But <laughs> but she loved it too. She she still had a good experience. Oh, yes, I feel like sometimes like
0: the worst day in a beautiful place is still better than the best day in an awful. I don't know. <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like it's just right? like, like yeah. you're just in a beautiful place and just take it in as whatever. It, yeah, whatever it brings is still going to be wonderful. And, uh, yeah. and then you currently are a stay-at-home mom living yeah. the dream. Yes. That's great. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and then the fun fact about you is you said you did a church mission to Honduras,
1: which I didn't yeah, know. Yes, I did. I speak Spanish.
0: Yes. Oh, I love um, Central America. I feel like it's like underrepresented and amazing like there's just those countries are so amazing they're cheap to travel to yeah. and the sites and things the history like is just is just amazing and there's so much to see and do down there and i mean you yeah, were there for i church wish work, i could so. yeah i want to
1: i want to go you know i want to go down there again and explore some more for sure yeah.
0: yeah i think well for mountain mama our international trips we're going to start like last year we did Canada, this year we're doing Mexico, yeah. next year we're doing Italy, and then the next three years oh. are all going to be in oh. Central America. Oh. So hold oh, on to your pants, yeah. it's going to be fun. So we'll get down in that area for what sure. All, uh... Yes. Well, um, today you wanted to share a couple stories about um, your adventures on the North Island, and you were living on the North Island, right? Mm, yeah. And to back up,
1: like, what brought you there? It was your husband's work, is that right? Yeah, he was able to work there, mm-hmm. but yeah, mostly I just was thinking I've got to get out of here, you know, I got to like get out of Utah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so, um, sometimes so little, t- I mean, I love Utah, I can't, you know, mm-hmm. it, I love it here. It's such a nice place to live, but sometimes you just got to break away, you know, you
0: yeah. need <laughs> and, a change, uh,
1: you know, and, and going to Central America for my mission. And then my husband did a mission in Norway. He took me back there for a vacation, you know, trip, sightseeing mm-hmm. um, a few years back. And I just thought, can you just get a job here and we can just live here for a while (laughs) well turns out the license isn't you know easy to bring everywhere but they need so many doctors in New Zealand and Australia Uh uh-huh and so I was just had this dream in my head I didn't know if it would ever I thought it was a little far-fetched you know Uh um and and my daughter the second she wouldn't hear of you know Going anywhere during high school, <laughs> right? I had this. I had this for a few years, and then she graduated. And I said, okay, we're out of here." And I'm just so grateful for my husband because he went along with it. I just didn't think. I just didn't know <laughs> that was going to happen. Because that's a huge change so for let's him. See, yeah. He's the one that has to, you know, he's the one working. Go work in a different place. And so what is his career? Out, did you say he's family practice? Oh, family practice so doctor. Yeah. So he was,
0: a general practitioner. Mm-hmm. Or,
1: yeah. You did that for me and I'm just really grateful. Oh, that's but, sorry. so I, I tried to get a job last year, but no one hired me, but <laughs> what were your skill set that you were shooting for? Well, I do um he- I'm health related um, my degree is in dietetics. Oh, yeah. I know. I feel like anything, yeah, any odd jobs would be fine and Yeah, know. yeah. Just something to get out there mm-hmm. and get to know people. Mhm. Yeah. I was a homeschool teacher for a little bit mm-hmm. after Andy's first school was, ended up getting a little bit challenging. Got some bullying and uh, took him out for a little bit. Your youngest child? Yeah. Yeah. The, did you get to meet any of the homeschool community there? Yes, yes. So I had a uh, neighbor really close, uh, just over the fence, and they were the best. And she did talk, try to talk me into doing homeschool at first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I said, uh, no, I want him to get, you know, more into the culture. And right, yeah. Just learn more. And he's not really a homeschool type of kid like he always has to be with his friends 24 <laughs> seven yeah so, um but yeah while we were doing that you know we went with her group and you know there's lots of kids we met through that way and a lot of friends that I met that way
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: ah, oh, so. that's like however you make your
0: connections I feel like that's the best especially when you stay somewhere for a long time like it's you've got those touristy things that you want to do but then like I feel like the deeper community you get to know right. just over time and like you're saying like Getting out and doing community things, whatever they are, like mm-hmm. that's when you're like, like these are the people, and this is what it's like here, and this is this is just how everything works here. And you, I feel like that's when it's you really—it's
1: so much different than being a tourist.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and that's, that's what when I want. It is, changes you, know? you. I feel like
1: to get to know the people there,
0: like their culture, mm-hmm. be a part of it. Well, um, so what town did you live in when you were in New Zealand? Yeah, it
1: was a little beach town called Ahipara. 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 Yeah, it means. Cooking fish over fire. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> but it was 15 minutes away from the. It was kind of a more rural area that he worked in. Ah, but it was a very beautiful place.
0: You're like we loved where we lived, and then his commute wasn't too far. <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah. Away too oh, far. that's
1: fantastic. But the beach town. It was a lot smaller, but um, it was just beautiful, and uh, it was right on this beach called 90 Mile Beach. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the map of New Zealand, there's this tip way way up there like after Auckland there's just this really long land mass Uh uh-huh you know and if you go up to the very top and then it makes a little J on the west side and we're just right at the bottom of the J. Uh uh-huh so yeah um it's way up there and we're right on the beach and it's a beautiful beach I love it (laughs) (laughs) and we had so many just right out by us so I was in the best place it was far away from everything it was hard to like Maybe see the whole country because mm-hmm. we were so far at the top. But I wouldn't have chosen anywhere else. Like, it's so pretty.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that's the dream. That's like the dream really? place. Yeah. And then you had mentioned um, your kids, especially your youngest, going to school barefoot.
1: Ah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the first things he found out when he when we moved there. Someone told him he could, people went to school barefoot. So he thought that was really cool. He's like, I'm doing that. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) You love that idea. He got tired of it after a while, you know, but. You either do that or you get the
0: calloused feet. So you just make a choice and I respect that. And then you said he, was he participating in cross country?
1: We ended up being there in time to go to this cross country match where I think three or four schools came together, Mm -hmm. but they ran this cross country meet just through somebody's farm, like they cow fields, and you think <laughs> of like the Hobbit and the hilly, you know, the green right. hilly area. It was like that. And so they'd mark it off, but there would be like, you know, streams running through or little like wet marshy places. Anyway, the kids would be running this, you know, route and this track would get so wet and muddy, uh-huh. you know, and they'd cross over these streams and they, they would take up their shoes and they were all running this cross-country barefoot. And in you know, the mud like, and <laughs> slipping all over the place, falling in the mud, and they just all like covered with this mud. It was just the funniest things. and all the parents that wanted to come watch they'd um bring their gumboots. They called them the gumboots. they're like galoshes. but you know, it was a muddy event. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like you wore gumboots a lot? Was so that like a thing in New Zealand? Or? It's a
1: thing. It's a thing. it's feel like, like gumboots.
0: Gum like in Alaska, that's a sh- what you wear for like six months of the year oh, or whatever. Because yeah. yeah. it's like when you live somewhere, it's like muddy and, you know, just wet and Definitely. things like that. So
1: it's that. Yeah. Okay. So gumboots come from this, these trees that are, they used to be all over in New Zealand. And mm-hmm. now they're kind of endangered because they were all cut down. They're really straight. They're really strong and they're lightweight hmm But uh they can live a really long time. The biggest one's named Tane Mahuta. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's two thousand years old. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's and it's huge. And wow. it's so cool looking. Is it on the North Island?
0: It is. It was close <laughs> to us, so I'm going <laughs> oh, yeah, to go see it. Like I'm gonna touch history when I touch this Yeah. There's some. So you had mentioned um you also visited the island of Aruha. Mm-hmm. Did you go specifically to this island to find kiwis?
1: Actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, we had heard of it. I mean, they're just
0: so cute. I feel like it's really like... I really want to see one. The fr- I feel like the fruit and the bird look the same, and I told my girls for the longest time that kiwi fruit is just the egg of a kiwi, and it's just hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yes. <Like laughs> we, like when really I went to New Zealand, we looked and looked. I mean, we could never find them, even when they had the little, like, kiwi zone, or to tell you they were in that area. Yeah. And we, I just had to go down to Christchurch in the South Island to see it in one of their... Um, mm. They're like little zoo kind of places.
1: We saw some in Christchurch.
0: So is that island specifically has a lot of kiwis or? It only has two resident
1: kiwis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's crazy right? They really are kind of threatened and they're hard to see at night and they're you know they just run really they run fast and they're good at hiding. I don't know they're just hard to find. Most New Zealanders haven't seen a kiwi in the wild. Really? Yeah. So
0: are they nocturnal like that they spend their out running around? Yeah. You
1: yes. know, actually they're the size of a chicken. Yeah, I was like they they're look like big. chickens. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they don't like fly, right? Cuz they're wingless birds. So that's <laughs> one thing about New Zealand is they have had and they still do have flightless birds because, you know, they didn't have that rodent population or mammals. They just didn't have any mammals.
0: It was an island of birds for yeah, of centuries. Birds,
1: yeah. The
0: only mammal was about the stoats, I remember. The stoats are—they're still a thing.
1: Mm, possums. Yep. Yeah, and possums. Yeah, Those animals. are the
0: introduced rodents that now plague New Zealand.
1: And yeah, they're all, all over the, the place. Yeah. So you really do have to go to the, like protected areas mm-hmm. to see the to see a lot of the birds. Mm-hmm. They're just not around. Like oh, I know. That's right? so harsh. I know. So, I know. like, what was the process of getting to the island? And so, actually, it's um. It's really close to the mainland. There's mm-hmm. a bridge you can cross right over. Can you, you barely drive there? Yeah, drive. Like, okay, you there. drive to the island. You can barely tell. You're going onto an island because there's all these mangrove trees in the water, and it's not a very far distance, right? Oh, right. But they're still able to, you know, protect that passageway, I guess, from mm-hmm. the rodents, and they're always setting traps and,
0: and right. stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. But yeah, they do have
1: their... Two resident kiwis there, and are they in a pen or something where you can see them? No, or no, how does they're that work? they're like, wandering around on the island. But so yeah. you just kind of have to be like, well, there's like George, and he's go over go on the chat part. So. Okay, so you're at nighttime they looking. kind of stay together, a couple, yeah, you know, a couple. Is it like a male female? Mm-hmm. Aww, yes. cute. and they um had you know had some babies. They're now like too old for that, I guess. But uh-huh. <laughs> they they've had eggs on you know the mm-hmm. island and stuff.
0: Did any other babies stay on the island, or have they just shipped them
1: out? Or now I don't remember what happened to those babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they should have been like their little colony, and they had all their little I know, cute right? kitties I little... but no, um, I don't know. Just seeing a kiwi just sounded like something we really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an area called Bay of Islands,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, it's kind of a town called Kerikeri. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that area—it's on the east side. We brought our paddleboard. I had to buy a paddleboard while I was there. I was like, I yeah. have to have something to paddle on, <laughs> even if it's a little bit of money. So yeah, we took that around and, you know, kind of paddled out to some of the really close islands. Some mm-hmm. of them just a little teeny little island in the water, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was so fun to, you know, paddle in this Bay of Islands and we had so much fun. Um the our, the two kids were out on the paddleboard and this is you know, they paddled out to this island out there, and halfway back, uh, my daughter thinks she wants to, you know, get in and swim. She's going to go do a cannonball
0: mm-hmm.
1: off the off the paddleboard, and she's counting down, and my son said, Wait a minute. He showed um, her down in the water. There was this rock, these rocks, mm-hmm. right there, like a foot underneath, and they were just, like, covered with these mussels, you know? Oh Like, yeah. sharp things sticking mm-hmm. up, you know, all over these rocks. And, and it, that was kind of a disaster avoided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. She, like, she almost minced her body she on those. She but... all minced up, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you said there was something else in the water. Yeah, so they got back. It was starting to get late. Mm-hmm. And I decided I wasn't done paddling. So I really wanted to go paddle around to the side where, you know, the island is apparently... Separate, make it an island, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to see kind of these mangroves. And I love the mangroves. And they, they oftentimes will grow at the edge of the, on the beaches or the edge of the water. Mm-hmm. And they'll create these beautiful alcoves because the branches will just go like stretch way far out. And the mm-hmm. branches are big and they're so pretty. And you can just hang out underneath or like climb up the tree and jump back into the water. And mm-hmm. I don't know. They're so pretty. So I was going to like paddle through and find... You know, my little way through these mangrove caves or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and it sounds so epic. Yeah, I thought it would be cool, yeah. I was, I was getting um, back in, you know, between the mainland and the island. And there's these little fishing shacks and um, old boats and stuff. And it's just a really cool little place. And I start hearing, you know, I think the fish are jumping. So I start hearing these splashes, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's the time of day. And so I'm looking around and trying like to Like desk. Was it like yeah, desk? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to look around and see the fish and what if I could tell what kind of fish they were or whatever. But yeah, they just I couldn't see anything, but I could hear all these splashing and you know the water swirling and <laughs> and uh, it just kept you know getting more and more active the water and mm-hmm. I just couldn't still see anything, but I could start to see the water just moving here and there and. That's and creepy. Soon, like the water was just like roiling all around me, and I'm like, "Could you feel it's anything eels. with it's your?" Eels. I know eels. Eels. Oh they're my all gosh. over in New oh Zealand, my gosh. and I thought they're everywhere in this little. Oh, there's all around me. <laughs> and I couldn't see them. They seemed like they were moving a lot of water. So I thought, "Oh, they're huge, and they're going to yes. come jump on my paddleboard." Could you my feel paddle. them
0: on the paddleboard? I feel like underneath or anything. Would they bump the paddleboard? Yeah. Not that I could tell. Yeah, you're just like no, I was scared
1: about I was scared they were gonna bump into my paddleboard. <laughs> but yeah, just everywhere. It just felt like um they're all around me, you know. Anyway, so I got back in from paddleboarding. You know, it's getting dark, so we're getting ready to go on our little Kiwi hunt. Most of the people in the campground are also there to Kiwi Hunt. <laughs> so you kind of try to go off into the bush and find your own little place so you can go be, you know, be in a quiet place where the kibu will come out, I guess. We had our little flashlights and you could put like red cellophane over a regular flashlight uh-huh. and create, you know, the little night light that won't scare them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went out, just the, uh, just the four of us with our, you know, flashlights and um, trying to, you know, listen in the bush. Uh-huh. You could hear, you, you're you supposed to be able to hear this like um, snorting, sniffling in the mm-hmm. ground, their nostrils go in, the, their long, long beaks, you know, they what? go in the dirt. Uh-huh. And they kind of sniff around for bugs and they have to like breathe out there, right? To um, get the dirt out of their nostrils and stuff. So you kind of listen for those sounds. Uh-huh. And they also make this call that's really distinct and loud. And uh, so they try to listen for their calls. And my husband decides to turn on his um, open YouTube and pull up uh, a kiwi mating call <laughs> <laughs> and so and he turns the volume like way up and he plays this kiwi mating call to try to like entice the birds in uh-huh. so we can find them so they'll come our direction mm-hmm. and i was like oh no honey you can't do that to the poor birds. you gonna confuse <laughs> them and wouldn't, oh. we're like that's not george who is that <laughs> who is that other kiwi on our island <laughs> uh, yeah. So we were walking through um, some bush area and we hear some, you know, the rustling in the bush. So we kind of try to stay really still, get our lights. So they're just pointing in certain, you know, that direction and not moving. Uh-huh. If you don't move the lights around, it won't startle them and they might just wander into the red light. And and yeah, some um, other campers came over close and uh, we're like, oh no, they're getting scared away. But it did run across the road Uh as they were coming and Mm -hmm. like we saw it just like really quickly you know Mm -hmm. it just was kind of running but I couldn't believe how big it was Mm -hmm. and yeah it looks furry you know more than feathery yeah anyways you're like yay we got to see that (laughs) kiwi did you get any pictures or anything no I can't imagine how you would get a picture (laughs) and it was too dark yeah yeah so I um you know, we saw that one Kiwi and That's amazing. Oh, That's more so than excited. yeah, like you're saying more than
0: most New Zealanders ever see. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for sharing your stories with us today. To hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Jenny, click the subscribe button and tell your friends and all the things. And if you're here in the Utah area, we would love to see you on an adventure. And just get on to mtmamas.org, mountainmamas.org, and sign up. We would love to have you and We have an Instagram at hashtag mountain mamas, M-T-M-A-M-A-S, Utah. And then we have another one, hashtag Utah adventure mamas as well. So come check us out on Instagram and the internet and all the things. And we're just glad to have you with us today. And that's it for today's adventure. Join us next
1: time. And as always remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.